Welcome to the podcast of the First Baptist Church of Tryon. I'm Jeff Harris. I'm the pastor here at First Baptist, and I'm grateful for you joining us today. I must say, podcast might be a bit of a stretch because really this is our weekly sermon, and I'm grateful that you've taken the time to listen to this week's sermon. I will give one word of warning, though, especially to those of you who are driving. Sermons um, from time to time tend to put people to sleep, so if you're driving, be real careful. We don't want you to fall asleep, because we'd love to have you tune in next week. (laughs) I hope you enjoy this week's sermon, although enjoy is really not the intended outcome of a sermon, but I am grateful that you took the time to listen, and I hope you have a great week. I'll catch you next week. Welcome to the First Baptist Church of Tryon, and to this the third Sunday after Pentecost. I'm grateful that we can be together in this way. It's not like being in the same space with each other, but I'm just going to pretend like I can see you out there watching and, you know, kind of nodding in agreement, or maybe you're just nodding because you're falling asleep. Who knows? It is good to be with you this morning, and I wish that I had a comforting, reassuring text, because that's really what what it feels like we need these days. These days that are long and difficult, this time of pandemic and time of social unrest, and, and it's just, it's not easy right now. And, and I wish... I wish we had a text that offered us a lot of comfort, but that's not what what we have this morning, actually. The gospel reading for today is um, quite difficult. Hear these words from Matthew. A disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house of Beelzebub, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell it in the light, and what you have And what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who can kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. 
and one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, that was uh, enjoyable. (laughs) You will be maligned and persecuted because Jesus was maligned and persecuted. I mean, I I really want to sign up for that, (laughs) don't you? Wow, thanks for that good news. You will be maligned and persecuted because Jesus was maligned and persecuted. Because the disciple is not above the teacher. So if they do it to Jesus, then how much more will they do it to us? I mean, we should not be surprised. Look what happened to Jesus. And as disciples of Jesus, we don't just believe certain things about Jesus. We don't just worship Jesus. But as disciples of Jesus, we are apprentices of his. And so we try and live like him. We try to live in the same ways that he lived. To be a disciple is not just some intellectual pursuit. It is a way of living and being in the world. And guess what? Jesus was persecuted. It did not end well for him. Which means, why would we really expect anything any different than that? If we're his disciples, the same difficulties will come our way. But here's the rub. Here's the web. Just because we are maligned or persecuted or at odds with folks, that is not a confirmation of our faithfulness to Jesus. No, that can that can be troublesome. <laughs> there are some folks who live that way. They think, well, all these none of these people like me and they're always after I must be I must be really following Jesus. Actually, sometimes we are maligned. <laughs> Because we're not very nice. And because we're pompous. <laughs> or, or to say it another way, sometimes we're just jerks. <laughs> now, I think it's safe to say that when we are being a jerk, if we're honest about it, we're aware that that's the case. And if we're being a jerk, it's fairly obvious that we're not following Jesus. We're not being disciples. So, yes, being a disciple is hard. Yes, folks will malign us. There will be persecution. But please, don't just make that simple kind of uh, calculus that persecution equals faithfulness. (laughs) I mean, boy, these folks really hate me. I must be doing something right. No, that doesn't quite work that simply. And if that's not enough good news for you, I mean, I'm telling you, isn't it just a wonderful text for the day? (laughs) Very uplifting here. I hope you're enjoying that. 
If that's not enough, then Jesus kind of doubles down. And he says, I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. What? The Prince of Peace, the one who tells the disciple to put his sword away, says, I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. And according to Jesus, it's a sword that can sever right through the relationships with the people that we love the most. This is why this is like an absolutely wonderful Father's Day text, right? <laughs> Those scholars who were putting the lectionary together and then it coincides with Father's Day. You're like, well, was this like a cruel joke that you handed us this on, on Father's Day? <laughs> This day when we would oftentimes talk about the importance of family. When we might even say things like, well, you know, the family that prays together stays together. And Jesus shows up and he's like, not so fast. (laughs) Not so fast, Jesus says, because too often, too often our loves are out of order. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Happy Father's Day! <laughs> I did not find that uh, that Father's Day card this year. I mean, wouldn't that be beautiful to print those up and try to sell them? <laughs> now, here's the thing. We preachers... We have this knack with difficult text where we oftentimes just try to let everyone off the hook. We, we think it's our job to somehow resolve all the tensions within a difficult text. And, and sometimes we'll do that by, by, you know, addressing the text, but always coming back to saying, yes, all that is true, but remember... <laughs> God loves us and God accepts us. And that is true. Oh, that is true. But we should not just resolve all the tension in a text like this. Because here's the thing. Jesus is not some mealy-mouthed pushover who just says, Blessed are those who live however they want to live. No, what a disservice that would be for us to say that. Jesus is calling us to something higher, something that is more worthwhile. He is calling us to a life of love that is centered upon the love of God and thus the love of neighbor by extension. And Jesus isn't asking us to break the fifth commandment. He wants us to honor our fathers and our mothers. He wants us to love our fathers and our mothers. But Jesus is actually reminding us of the first commandment. I am the Lord your God and you shall have no other gods before me. This includes even your family. Even your children. Even your parents. There are times that the love of God, there are times when it creates division 
even within your own family. Now, I'm not, I'm obviously not trying to offer folks a way to mistreat their family. Some people have misconstrued this text this way, or maybe they want to weasel out of family responsibilities or family commitments. No, that's, that's not what Jesus means here. Jesus is saying that to be a disciple, it's rigorous, it's demanding, it's costly. It was costly for Jesus. Why would it not be costly for us? I had a friend of mine, she was planning to go to medical school. She was planning to father uh, to follow in her father's footsteps. He was an anesthesiologist, and I think it was Christmas break of her senior year when she went home and told him that she had changed her mind. She wasn't going to medical school. She was going to seminary. She grew up in the church. He went to church with her most Sundays. And this is what he said to her when she told him about this pull toward ministry. He said, oh, don't do that. You're too smart for that. You don't want to waste your life. You're too talented. Wow. Wow. shares this this passion, this draw toward seminary and from the father who loved her and raised her even in church. Not a lot of support because too often our loves are out of order. We have our loves in the wrong order. Prestige, affluence. Jesus comes along and upends all that. Offers us another way to live and be. And can you imagine how different our world would be if we actually took him up on that? Can you imagine how different our world would be if our loves weren't out of order? If the first thing, if the thing that we love the most, that which we centered our lives upon, was the love of God and thus, by extension, love of neighbor. Can you imagine how different the world would be? May that world be. And may we be a part of it. May we be open to the Spirit that calls us to love. Not all the things of this world, not all the things that so often get our loves out of order, but may we love the God that we know in Jesus and the way we live in those ways. And may we see the Spirit work through us in this world to create a new heaven and a new earth. May you go in peace to love and serve the Lord.
And as you go, remember who you are. You are disciples of Jesus, our Lord and our brother. Children of Almighty God, bound together as brothers and sisters through the Spirit. You are the very body of Christ. So may you serve the Lord with gladness all your days. Amen.